cool. All right, Jana. Hi. How's hi. It? Hello. Welcome to the Courtesy Flush. Thank you. Holy shit. Thank you for having me. How's your day? It's been pretty good. I was yeah. shopping, you know, and then I came here. Yeah, I saw in your Instagram story, like, you were getting heels or something? Yeah, from my heels class that I'm taking after this. You're taking a heels class? Mm -hmm, dance class. Oh, that's a dance class. Yeah. Okay, okay. I do dance as well. Okay, that's yeah. cool. You do a lot of stuff. I do a lot of stuff. <laughs> Life is short. You got to do it all. That's true. That's true. Um, So, one, can I say one of the mm -hmm. big things you do is acting? That's, yeah, acting and modeling. Those are my two main focuses, but dance and um, like music, that's come later. Okay. Those so, are passions I discovered like later. How right. long have you been acting for? Um, well, I knew since I was like four that that's what I wanted to do because that's what my mom has always done. And then when we moved here when I was 10, um, I knew like my whole life, like I want to act, but like because of finances and stuff, it never happened. And so in high school, they offered theater, theater classes. And so I started taking um, theater in high school. And then as soon as I got out of high school, I started doing background acting with central casting because that's what my mom was doing and I was kind of following in her footsteps. And then I got with my agent when I was like 19. Holy shit. So like seven years ago. And so I've been acting like professionally, I guess, for like seven years. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I started out as background acting as well. A lot of people do. Yeah, because it was like super easy. Like you don't really have to go through much of like an audition process yeah. or whatever. Mm -hmm. They're just like, all right, you're, you know, you're good. You're 18, whatever. Right. We'll mm -hmm. put you in. Yeah. It was like for, for my first time, it was an interesting experience. Mm -hmm. Like they had like catering and they paid oh, you yeah. like crafty. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, craft services. Mm -hmm. And then like uh, they pay you like a hundred bucks yeah. and you have fun at the same time. And free food. Yeah. For, yeah so I was great. like, dude, this is sick. Like, yeah. And it's everything's nearby mm -hmm. LA. So I was mm -hmm. like, dude, this is fucking awesome. Right. And then I I hit up you, I, I <laughs> yeah. hit up Jonna Eve on Instagram <laughs> late at fucking night. I was yeah, like, yo, was a tipsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, uh, do you know any good websites or like apps yeah. that, that you've signed up on? Mm -hmm. And you actually gave some good advice despite being tipsy in it. Yeah. Like, fucking 11 or 12 a.m. or yeah, something yeah it was like i think it was like a close to 11 yeah, yeah. 11 p.m yeah. yeah yeah and your phone fucking died <laughs> oh yeah through? my phone died yeah so i saw you were like walking up to your house mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. and then just midway just fucking yeah died. there's like this outside of my house there's a like a little place you can sit down well yeah. it's not meant to be sat it's not like a an actual seating bench but you can sit on it so i was just chilling out there okay yeah getting some fresh air that's awesome when did you move out to la when i was uh 10 so in like 2005 2005 and it's so funny because <laughs> in third grade when i was in illinois i remember i was telling all the kids like i'm moving to california and they're like no you're not and i'm like yes i am and then my mom because my dad we were still in um, illinois with my dad and my mom and her twin sister had already moved here and got settled or whatever and so my mom's like you know you'll start fourth grade in california i'm like cool so then after the end of third the my third grade year my mom's like you know I don't think uh, it's going to happen this year. I think you're going to have to go to school in Illinois one more year, and then you'll come out here in a year. And I'm like, you know, Mom, I can't. Like, I told everybody that I'm moving. So they're, so then fourth grade comes around, and they're like, oh, we told you you weren't moving to L.A., ha, ha, ha. And then at the end of that year, my teacher was like, I told everyone again, like, I'm moving to California for real this time. I'm moving to Hollywood. Like, I'm going to be a star. Yeah. And my teacher's like, oh, you said that last year. You're not, you know. She was, like, so negative, And everyone was like, you know. The boy who cried wolf. Yeah. They're like, you're not going there. I'm like, watch. You guys aren't going to see me in fifth grade. And sure enough, I was finally gone. And I was like, thank God. Because, yeah. So, yeah, I moved here. I started fifth grade here. And, yeah, 2005. You hated Chicago that much? No, Chicago's amazing. It's, it's awesome. But, like, I don't know. Times were so different in 2005. And, like... You know, when you have a dream, this is where you come to Hollywood. Yeah. If you want to be an entertainer, this is the place to go or New York. And I just don't like the cold. That's the only thing about Chicago. The food's amazing. The people are amazing. But that cold weather, it's like it's cold here. It's like icy and freezing there. So yeah. It's not for me. Yeah. But Chicago's uh, great. I love Chicago. I love my Chicagoans. Chi-town all day. That's awesome. It's, I mean, I've never been to Chicago, but I, I've heard a lot of good things. Um, Despite, like, all the other bad things I'm sure you've heard. <laughs> I'm I don't remember my any right of that. <laughs> my bad. Okay. But, yeah, like, Chicago, like, like uh, my cousins have been married there. They mm -hmm. all moved out there. And really? I, 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 I got to visit someday. I've, mm -hmm. I've heard so much hype. got to get some pizza out there. Yeah. Amazing. So, uh, so, you've been acting since you were 19, right? Yeah. Okay, 19. Like, professionally, but I've... I've been doing it, I'd say, since I was 14, but, like, like being with classes? an agent. Yeah. Okay. But having an agent and going on auditions has been since I was 19. Okay. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. So, I got to ask you this. Mm -hmm. This is, like, this is like a weird question because, okay. like, so you, you film 
pom pom murders in yeah. <laughs> 2020, right? Yes. The year 2020. Yeah. So that was during the pandemic, right? Pom pom murders was filmed right before the pandemic. Before. So yeah, so it was the end of like the end of March, and that's when like you know COVID was getting really bad. They were talking about going into quarantine, and then um, the last day, like the last weekend, we were filming. That's when the they put the quarantine restrictions up. So we literally finished a meet like the day like either the day of or before going into quarantine. So that movie was finished right at the start of quarantine, and then the second one I did. Uh, what was it called? <laughs> it, it was um, like another cheerleader thing, right? Oh, um, cheer camp killer. Cheer right. camp killer. Yeah, that one was done during uh, quarantine, so in August or the begin end of July, beginning of August. Okay. When like the restrictions were kind of lifting up, um, but you know before each or before that movie, I had to get we all had to get tested. Okay, mm -hmm. so that sounds like that sounds fucking expensive for the studio, right? Like I'm sure it was, but I didn't have to pay for it, so <laughs> I don't care. It's not my problem. Um, um, I was gonna ask you. So mm -hmm. both those movies, like they're pretty similar, right? Like yeah, because um, Lifetime was doing this thing called uh, Fear of the Cheer, where the whole month of uh. I think it was October for like Halloween and stuff. And the beginning of November, they showed all new cheerleading movies. Okay. And so, yeah. So basically the first movie, my agent got me. And then the second movie, the choreographer who was also in the movie, uh, Pom Pom Murder, she recommended me to someone, the choreographer in Cheer Camp Killer. And that's how I got that job. Just by knowing somebody from the other movie. Yeah. Cause like connections in that mm -hmm. industry. Exactly. That's low key how I got my first few ones. Cause mm -hmm. like I'm a stand up comedian and yeah, legit like every, everyone is kind of like they bleed into everything. Yeah. So some guys a stand up, but he's also in movies and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like one of my friends, he just recommended that like, you should go to this thing, like mm -hmm. shoot a commercial, mm -hmm. be a background for like a TV show mm -hmm. and stuff. And it, it's cool. Like I like how everything just flows. It, but, yeah. I agree. But now I'm I'm at that point where like I have to like get fucking serious. Like yeah. I, I have to like get an agent. Like you but said, but you're young. So you have so much time. Yeah. Yeah. If you were 26, my age trying to start, I mean, nothing's impossible, but yeah. Yeah. You got to take life uh, by the balls while you're young. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, like, yeah, because uh, a lot of actors, they start out when they're, like, fucking children. Oh, yeah, shit. for sure. And I wanted to, but it's, like, for me, my financial situation growing up, it just wasn't possible. But, like, know? isn't that also, like, a bad thing, like, Macaulay Culkin type shit? I mean, if you look at a lot of these people, I'm not trying to throw shade, but, like, Amanda Bynes went off her rocker, um, you know, Lindsay Lohan. Who? Robert Downey Jr., Oh yeah, but he was crazy before he started acting. I think he was a he, he was like he was acting when he was like a kid though. Really? Like a baby. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Cuz Robert Downey Sr., mm -hmm. he's an actor. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So yeah. when he was he he's been acting since he was like a 3-year-old kid. He's been in like, you know, some stuff. I think I knew that that he was I knew he was acting as a teenager, but yeah, he got into drugs really bad. Yeah, that's why like that's what ha fucking happens cuz like uh, I guess he grew up rich and I don't even know how that downfall happens. I'm kind of. I mean, I know so many kids. Like uh, the school that I went to uh, my senior year was called uh, Redondo Union High, and it was in Redondo Beach, which is like you know a rich, a rich, a ritzy kind of neighborhood. And so you see these kids that come from money and like literally have everything at their fingertips, and then they're gangbangers doing Xanax, robbing houses, and it's like you guys are rich. What are you? Why? Yeah. Are you, why are you stealing from people? You know? I don't know. I don't know how people. You know? I mean, that's why I guess you just shouldn't judge because. Money doesn't buy happiness. That's so. true. That's true. You know, I'm surprised that didn't it didn't happen to the Stranger Things kids because they were like so fucking. Oh young. yeah, but you know what they say? Like Millie Bobby Brown, literally, she like you would never think she's like 15. She looks like she's like 25. Yeah, tell that she Drake. acts grown. Oh what? What? He, why? Why'd you say Drake? Uh, he started texting her when he was 16. Wait, Drake? Uh, yeah. Aubrey oh, Graham. started texting Millie. She's 16. Yeah, or when she was 16 or she's, something. Are you sure she's young? The girl. She's. Are you sure she's 16? Right now? Yeah. Yeah, they're all like my age right now. They... I don't think she's 18 yet. That's why. That's why people were like, that's the bad thing. Oh, because... he was texting her? Yeah, and then people people like were like, yo, what is he doing? Is he grooming her? What the, what the I mean, but that's how I feel with like with people that, like grown men who are like 40, who date like 20-year-olds, like even Scott Disick, like you're dating someone that's barely legal. So do you, are you into children? Like, are, are you... An, <laughs> Like, do you look at sixteen-year-old girls like, wow, this is what this is nice, and like, you only don't go there because it's illegal? Like, it makes me question, like, you know, why you why why date someone 
20 years younger than you that's still a teenager and a baby and doesn't really know anything, you know? That's weird to me. Yeah. That's uh, weird. That's really fucking weird, but... Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm 40 and my girlfriend's 19. Yeah, like, you know, Jeffrey that's Epstein gross. type shit. Like, what goes totally. through people's fucking head? Like, I have no idea. When you're that rich, like, you could have, like, any model you ever want. My I bad. Guess the Behind you, the better. my friend is, is having a lot of fucking That's trouble totally with, with the curtains. Oh, really? It looks good. You're supposed to pull that that way, and there's more here. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, like, you could have any, like, fucking model. Like, Jeff Epstein, you could have any fucking model you want. No, Why are you going? 14. Twelve. <laughs> yeah, what goes through people's heads? I know? don't know. What goes through serial killers' heads? They get a thrill off of it. Just because your money doesn't mean you're, ex or just because you have money doesn't mean you're exempt from being a freak or a weirdo. Yeah. Fucking so, like I think they're just sick. And I guess maybe when you have everything, you want things that you can't have. Like I have, I have, I have everything I want in this life. I want that sixteen-year-old girl because I'm not supposed to have her. Mm. So it's exciting for them, maybe. Yeah, because yeah, I can't, I can't understand why like fucking pedophiles exist. I don't know. You can have anything. I guess because there's evil in the world. Yeah, there's fucking evil in the world. You know, fucking. Yeah. What a shitty life. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so when so. You were in Chicago mm -hmm. since you were, till you were in fourth, fifth grade, yeah, right? Yeah, till I was ten. I moved here when I was uh, ten. Did you go back? Oh yeah, I used to go all the time. Okay. For, like you know, every year during spring break, me and my family we would take road trips there. So we would drive straight through, with, and we wouldn't stop. Like it's a thirty-two hour drive, okay. or sometimes thirty-three, depending if you go north or south. And my mom and like her sister and my. Uh, my aunt's husband, they would all uh, switch off driving. So when someone got tired, they would just switch. We never would stop. LA to Chicago? Yeah, and then we would Jesus. drive back. We did okay. that almost every year. And as, and when we were kids, me, my sister, and my cousin, you know, we would rent minivans. So we would take turns, like, going in the very back, like, laying so we can lay down. But as we got bigger and stuff, our personalities grew, our attitudes grew. So uh, we, I was like, like, as, uh, I remember the last time I went on a trip, a road trip there, um, I think I was in high school and I told myself I'm never doing this again because as I got older, just it was too much with too many different personalities. So um, now when I go, I fly. Okay. <laughs> we fly. I think the last time I was there was 2016. It's been 2016? a while. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like I need to go back. I love it. I have to go there for my first you time. You do. When it's not cold. When it's not cold? No. It's. I've never seen snow before. Are you serious? Yeah. You're a big bear. Yeah. Uh, well, we were planning really? uh, on going there. Yeah. But, you know, my mom's being crazy about really? it because the pandemic. Oh, oh my mom's being crazy about Oh, my gosh. Same. Yeah. yeah. Same. Like, uh, I'm not even supposed to be here right now. Really? I'm doing overtime. You know, oh, really? Quote, oh, unquote. overtime. Yeah. yeah I'm doing yeah. overtime mm -hmm. right now. So yeah. that's why she's texting me. She's like, well, it doesn't seem like you're at work. Dude, I understand. Totally. My yeah. parents are the same because I live with my parents. So. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Where'd you Where'd you go to school here? I went to North High in Torrance, and then my senior year, I went to Redondo Union High in Redondo Beach. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, did you go to college? I'm in community college right now. Okay. El Camino in Torrance. I mean, I don't, I'm not going for a degree. I literally have taken theater, dance, and music classes. That's okay. it. Because yeah. I'm in community college right now. I would take, see, for me, like, I don't know. Like, I've been, I've been doing my career now for so long that, like, my agent would tell me, like, you know, you have to get in acting classes, you have to do this, you have to do that, do that. And, like, for me, I've always been tight. Like, money's hard to come by. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not, like, a steady actress to where I'm working acting every week or, like, every month. So I still need a part-time job. And so going to community college, seeing that I could take class, I, I always had this thought in my mind, like, that you had to take general education before you could take anything that you wanted. So when I discovered that I could take classes that I wanted to take with because there was no prereqs, I started doing that because... It's free for me, and I get financial aid. Yeah, I was so going to say, yeah. free money. Yeah, yeah so You're I not just, losing anything. No, and so I took four theater classes at community college. I took all the ones that I was able to take. And then, um, so once I was done, I took an on-camera acting class in July of last year, in the summer. It was Doug Warrett. It was pretty good. He reminded me of um, Woody Allen. Do you know who that is? Yeah, of course. Yeah, he was totally Woody Allen. Like, I'm like, has anyone ever told you that before? And he's like, no. But um, it was a good class. He was a great teacher. So, um I believe that you really have to keep your skills going to, you know, when you're a performer or an artist, you really have to stay, I guess, in a community of people that are doing the same thing. So, yeah, I've been, so um, now at community college, I'm taking um, just dance classes and music classes because I also want to um, be like an audio engineer and produce my own music. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I wish I knew how to do that, but... Um, you can do anything in life. Honestly. You do. That's what I'm doing. I never knew anything about music ever until... I started taking music theory, piano, voice, and now this upcoming semester, I'm taking songwriting. Yeah, I think I so. saw on your Instagram, like, you were, like, auto-tuning yourself or I was something? playing the piano. Okay. That's Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to do auto-engineering, audio-engineering, anything like that yet. Um, I kind of wanted to start, like, with live instruments, 
And then once I get that down, I wanted to learn, like, we have, like, Pro Tool classes at my school. And I want to take, like, live music, like, you know, record the live instruments and then yeah. incorporate it to, like, beats and stuff. And, like, I don't know, because I love live music. I feel like there's nothing, like, like all the concerts I've been to, seeing a band perform. Like, one time I saw Kali Uchis and she had a band and it was it was mesmerizing. Yeah. It's, like, nothing like it. Seeing people play instruments, that's really, like, that's skill. That takes talent. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So one question I have, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, I've, it's been burning and, like, Google's really not good for okay. this. So, like, le- le- like, let's say we're there's, like, a call list or whatever mm-hmm. and we're there, we're in the acting thing. Mm-hmm. Why do, you like, I forgot the exact word, but I think they call it guild or SAG or whatever. Oh, SAG. Why, why are people separated? Okay, so if you're non-union, that means that... Um, you don't get paid as much. When you're SAG, that means you're a part of the union. You have to pay. When my mom first moved here, when she got SAG, it was like $1,500 to become part of the union. And okay. you could do payments. But now it's like, it might be even 3800 now or thirty five, And you, okay. can, you can pay payments, but you have to pay like 1000 down. And so basically the reason for SAG is you get benefits. You get in, uh, insurance. But also when you're SAG, let's say you do a, com- uh, a SAG, a union commercial. you'll Every time that commercial plays, you'll get residual checks. So every time that whatever your contract says, it'll, it'll state in the contract, like every time, you know, blah, 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 for this amount of time, you'll get this amount of money um, every time this commercial is played in these countries, whatever. Okay. But when you're non-union, for example, when I did my Expedia commercial, it was non-union. So they paid me for my, um, like, uh, to for my time, which is like, I forget what's the fee called, uh, like... I don't think maybe it's the usage. No, I don't know. I can't think of the word right now, but they pay you for the job. And then basically, like, for example, for that contract, it was like uh, they were I was signing off to for them to use me in that uh, commercial for two years. So when they when you're non-union, they pay you for the usage. It's called the buyout fee. So, for example, like they could be like, let's say you get a commercial for Target and it's non-union. They'll pay you your 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 uh, your like daily rate or whatever. And then on top of that, if the contract says they're gonna the commercial's gonna run for five years or two years, they'll they'll have a contract like, okay, you'll get five thousand dollars buyout fee, meaning we have the rights to this video for two years, and this is what we're paying you for those rights. Okay. So it's like a one-time fee when you're non-union, whereas if you're a union, you get paid way more, and it's way more expensive. And then so that's why a lot of agents, like my agent. You know, they recommend that we stay non-union as, lot of, as uh, long as possible because there's more work. Okay. I'm at the point now, though, I've done so many SAG jobs that I'm going to have to join the union soon because you, after you get three what they call vouchers, when you get three union vouchers, then you're eligible, you're SAG eligible to be a part of the union. So I'm SAG eligible, and I don't think, like, when you're SAG eligible, you can only work so many more non-union jobs before you're forced to have to join the union. Okay. Yeah. So, like, uh, that's the Screen Actors Guild. That's what it stands yeah. for, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. that means, like, a lot of famous people are Oh, they're all that. SAG. They're Everyone, all SAG. Yeah. They have to be, yeah. Because, uh, like, mm-hmm. the SAG Awards. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt, John yeah, David they're Washington, all SAG. Mm-hmm. you know, everyone. Mm-hmm. They all get that. So, so... Basically, you're saying, like, if, if you and I want to take this shit seriously, mm-hmm. we have to be SAG eventually. Eventually. That's the goal. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's the awesome. goal. Okay, yeah. okay. That makes sense. So, um, I was going to ask, mm-hmm. you you don't seek out for your jobs or no. gigs anymore. No. Love Stone yeah, gives it to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Mm-hmm. So, how long have you been with Love Stone? For seven years. Seven years. I was doing background acting on the show called Code Black, and it was my second day ever doing background. And there was this script supervisor. Her name was Hillary. I love you, Hillary. <laughs> She's awesome. And um, she was like, you know, do you have an agent? I love your look, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I don't have an agent. And she's like, why not? How old are you? And I'm like, I'm 19. And she's like, you need an agent. And I'm like, you know, I've tried, but I can't find anyone. And she was telling me, you know, I, I know these these girls. They just started an agency. They'd love you. Give me your information, blah, blah, blah. And, and she was it was moving so quickly, like how, how um, much she wanted to help me. And, you know, when people tell you, like, oh, give me your contact information, I'll contact you. Sometimes it's like a 50-50. Like, are you really going to contact me? Are you just getting my hopes up? Literally on set, she got my email, sent me everything, set up the appointment with Lovestone. And so I went to meet with them maybe a week later, um, and they liked me. And so I've been with them ever since. And now they're huge compared to when they started. They were yeah. literally a boutique, brand-new agency when I got with them, and now they're, like, they're they're getting renowned. Most castings I go to, they all know Love Stone. They love the women. Um, it's Jamie Love and Brittany Stone. They both came from different agencies, and then they made their own and made it Love Stone with their last name. So I think that's really cool. And I also like being represented by women. 
Okay. Yeah. It's like that's they understand. Dope. Like I'm not judging men, but like I know you know a man can empathize sympathize with a woman with something, but sometimes a man can't empathize because we're not the same. You know yeah. what I mean? And so having a woman that can just understand me when I'm saying like from a woman's perspective, it just makes things a lot easier. I was gonna ask mm-hmm. like you got. I feel like you did get lucky with Lovestone Agency because yeah. I feel like a lot of agencies that are like owned by men and mm-hmm. run by men mm-hmm. like they're kind of predatory oh yeah 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 like i feel like i've seen that already and i've only been here for like yeah. two weeks like they kind of treat them like shit and like and like with the men they're just like all right you know what you're good and then like the women just pose over here yeah. you know take your top off yeah I'm like, whoa 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 but you know also too with with bigger agencies like for example there's like daniel hoff that's a huge that's like one of the biggest commercial agents in la and so when you're that big of an agency you're representing probably a thousand people okay so you know unfortunately people do get typecast like you know if you're black you're gonna go out for black roles or unless it says you know ambiguous or any ethnicity if you're caucasian that's what they want that's what you're gonna go out on so when you're with this huge agency and there's a bunch of black people there's a bunch of white people there's a bunch of every ethnicity they have their main person of each group who they're going to use is that this is my when I have a Latino role, I'm going to go with this person. When I have an African-American role, I'm going to go with this person. So eventually, if you go with an agency that's that that big, you're going to get pushed to the bottom of the roster and you might not go on as many auditions because there's someone else like you with the agency who's been there longer, who's worked their way up, who's going out on all those castings for okay. the, those roles. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of good to get with a smaller agency at first so they can really focus on you. And that's kind of how it's been with my career. And it's like I genuinely think my agents you know, they help me out a lot too because I've been with them since the beginning and I think that kind of means something. Like I could have gone somewhere else. I could have, you know, done anything. I'm still with them. And so I think we have a really good relationship because of that since I've been with them since the start. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Like uh, with agencies, like I feel like there's there's so many out there. So many. It's like I, I have like no idea where to begin. I know. I didn't either. I got lucky. I mean, because I was going when I first started trying to find an agent, I was looking for modeling agencies. Okay. Because at the time I wanted to model more than I wanted to act. But then when I actually went and met with the women of Lovestone, they told me like, you know, what are your dreams? What are your goals? And I told them, you know, I want to model this that, and the other. And they're like, oh, well, you're not that tall. And, you know, you're, you're also not super skinny. Like you're skinny, but they want <laughs> girls to look this way. And, and, you know, so my agents were telling me like, why don't you go the acting route first? And if you want to be on the cover of Vogue, you'll land Vogue by being in a soup, like star- starring in a movie. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I, you know, you see actors that actresses that do that, you know, Angelina Jolie, Jennifer Aniston, they've all been on, um, magazine covers and so i'm like that's a good way to go and i've always wanted to act too they're they're both passions of mine and so it just so happened that the acting route has it's it's going the way that my agents predicted i'm getting i'm doing i'm i'm going further with my acting career and modeling isn't it hasn't really got pushed aside but it's not um it's not really the main thing i do like i'll do shoots for fun and like to add to my portfolio um and i've i've booked print campaigns but i mostly have done commercials okay yeah. So for your agency, mm-hmm. like uh, what you said earlier about mm-hmm. like uh, what what like ethnicity yeah. they put you as. Mm-hmm. So are you ambiguous? Yes, but the, uh, that's like that's kind of dope. I feel okay, like. but you know what? Does that work in your favor? No. And let what? me just say this. Let me say this. This is such a tricky and like sticky subject to talk about because, <laughs> like, a few years ago, you like as a I'm my ethnicity. I'm half black, half white. But I also look like I can be Latina. Yeah. So back in the day, I could play a Latina role, and that's fine. But nowadays, it's cultural appropriation. Like, oh, why'd you hire her? She's not a real Latina. We want a real Latina. Okay. And we saw that even with the movie Selena, the one that Jennifer Lopez did in 97. They Don't got, they have a new one on Netflix? Th- yes. But in 97, they got on production like, you guys hired a Puerto Rican. That's She's not Mexican. You guys need to be real to Selena. And then, so then jumping forward now um, to the series, it's basically a whole Mexican cast. And so... I think that's awesome, but for myself, it sucks because when I go out for roles for African-American, when I show up to those castings or see the women that I'm competing against, they look that part. And me, it's kind of like, why is this Latina girl here with these black girls? And so I feel like, for example, I just had a a casting the other day for a hair uh, commercial, and so the role said African-American brown to black girls. And so when I think of that in my mind, I think of girls like women like my mom or I don't feel like like when they're looking for someone that it, when they say black or African-American, my features don't represent that well. I don't think my hair, my skin color. It's just not when I when, when I see something that says black, I want to see like, oh, we know she's black, not someone like, oh, she's black. You know what I mean? So for yeah. me, it's it's hard because there are mixed women who you can tell that they're black. But for myself, I just don't think I look black. So sometimes when I get those roles, it's like frustrating because I in my mind, I know I'm not going to book it. 
I'm like, I'm not what they're looking for. Okay. And I mean, they always, people always say like, oh no, like, you know, um, ambiguous is you're ambiguous that's your 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 look is good right now my agents even told us like trust us if we're submitting you for something it's because we know what we're doing and i do trust them and i believe them but i do believe that it's kind of hard for me because i don't look my actual ethnicity and people might get offended if i play an ethnicity that i'm not okay yeah so it's it's hard yeah it, it is hard yeah so i don't know but i my bad for laughing halfway no, it's because totally fine. I laugh it, all the time. it's because like uh on, on the first pootie video uh -huh. you were in mm -hmm. you were like oh uh i'm half black i'm half white and then you just started saying oh, the n-word totally. were you high i was uh high and i was wasted <laughs> i was wasted i'm not proud of that i mean i'm an open book i'm so honest and i feel like you know you got to be honest because people can learn from your mistakes and like I don't know, like, if I can help anyone in any way, shape, or form, I'm really into God, and so it's like, I don't really care what people think, because it's like, that's the one who's judging me, so if I make a mistake, I'll take it up with him, who cares about people who probably aren't even trying to know God or anything like that, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, I'm ashamed, but, you know, I'm working on it. Uh, like, a lot of a lot of comments were on that video were thirsting over you. Oh my gosh, I was shocked! I was not expecting that! I thought they were gonna be like... Ew, she looks like I, I literally was not expecting people to like F with me that that heavily. I wasn't expecting that at all. And Pootie knew. He's like, no, my fans are going to F with you. They're going to love you. And I'm like, I don't know, dude. Like I look like and I didn't know what the video was like at first. And so because you didn't know Pootie beforehand, right? No, you I had, saw him. Randomly yeah. And like LA. if you see in the video, I saw him early in the day when it was bright out. And then we ended up running into each other again at random at night, later at night, like hours apart. OK. And so then. You know, I was wasted, and, like, I don't know how I started talking to them. A lot. That night's a blur. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, but, um, yeah, so we ended up, he ended up telling me, like, you know, we should do videos together, blah, 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 and then we did the couch surfing video. The and, new one, right? Well, I he's had two other other ones with me since then. We so did uh, the chip one, which is horrible, and then we did, uh, we did the, um, Oh, the, the race one. The race, the newest yeah. one, okay. But so, originally, he said he wasn't going to put the one where he first met me out because he didn't want to make me look bad. But then, like, after, like, he edited it, they edited it and stuff to make it look... Not as bad. You know, right, because he said there was way worse clips of me being way worse than that. So, I think... I mean, it was funny. I, I laughed. My mom saw it. She laughed. So, um, yeah, I thought it was funny. You know... But it, people don't have... I have... Me and him have similar humor. Some people... Yeah, yeah. Like... Pootie's humor, it's, it's like, so, it's, it's fucking amazing. It's rare to meet people with that type of humor. Like, I know people on my Instagram think I'm literally insane. I know that. Like, for sure, they think I'm crazy. But I'm, I mean, I am a little crazy, but like, who, who cares? Huh? Who isn't a little crazy? Right? And I'm honest about my crazy. I don't try to hide it. Like, you get what you get with me. Everywhere I go, I'm the same person. I don't switch up. I'm What you see on the internet is what you will get in person. I'm yeah. the same one dement, like, all across the board yeah dude honestly like that video was so fucking funny so funny it was hilarious sometimes i go back and watch it when i need a good laugh like, i was fucking dying that was bro. that's my favorite one when he met us like that was the best one and then my cousin comes up and she's all angry like yeah yeah she was pissed and she's she like was hey, pissed. Yo, come back come and back. she's like she's like i told her she's like i wasn't even that mad i'm like well everyone else seems to think differently like you looked pissed and then she starts like they play the stripper music and she yeah, starts yeah. dancing oh yeah that she was, was like twerking and shit so funny yeah dude, that was gold the comments were pure thirst gold oh my gosh i know I, I i think i like i try to read a lot of them but like sometimes you know more and more people comment and it just gets it gets like too much yeah like tedious i'm like okay i can't read all these yeah, yeah. and sometimes you see some that you don't like like on um the chip video someone commented like a lot of people were saying that i look like doja cat and i could see that dude okay i could see that that went through but my head someone was like doja she looks like doja dog and i'm just like oh damn like ouch but i'm like you know what at the end of the day who cares what you think about me like in these videos i'm not trying to be something i'm not trying to be pretty i'm not trying to be sexy i'm literally being myself and if i look crazy or if i don't look like i genuinely don't care yeah i don't try to be like this sex symbol like that's not really my goal in life to be a sex symbol or like hot or yeah yeah like if guys are drooling you could drool but i'm just gonna be myself i'm not gonna try to make you like drool over me you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. like some people some women do like but that's not my those aren't my intentions yeah because dude like i was watching that um i was watching the trip video mm -hmm. like at like 2 a.m mm -hmm. and i was like so fucking tired and i was like dude nothing can cheer me up today and i saw the subscription from pootie and then dude like I was laughing at you. Like, you were fucking <laughs> I was hilarious. was crazy that day. Dude. I was drunk that day, too. <laughs> I wasn't. And he's like, you guys, you guys can't keep getting drunk. In my, you guys got it. This is business. And I'm like, okay. But I, that was last minute, the chip one. Like, we knew it was coming soon. But we um, we decided to do it uh, 
before when we originally planned. So me and my cousin had been day drinking. And when he called me, like, you guys want to do this video today? We're like, oh, hell yeah, let's do it. Like, we were pumped up because we were wasted. And so then we got there. We ate some edibles. We were so high. Oh, my God. And Th wouldn't that hit harder? On oh, your totally. And, like, when we got to his house, I think we got there around like maybe one-ish two-ish we didn't drink anymore so we had like a bottle of like you were cross-painted oh yeah all the time well not all the time but i'm, I'm always i love marijuana i've yeah, no yeah. Weed. i don't care what anyone thinks about it yeah, about, it's it, legal it, California it helps me like really in many ways yeah so um we had alcohol left over from the night before and so in the morning there was some left and we're like i just started drinking it when i woke up she started drinking it and then um pootie called us we went to go sh uh, shoot with him and that was it. We didn't have any more alcohol, so we didn't we didn't drink anymore for the rest of the day. But like, we had a bite of an edible like right before we got there, so we were high as hell. And um, that chip was so hot; it sobered us up. That that was that pain was excruciating. Like, I'm not even lying. I would never recommend anyone eat that chip. It's not edible. It's not meant to be eaten. Yeah, it was horrible. It didn't look. good. I wasn't acting. I wasn't faking. That was my genuine reaction. And I, I at first when I was chewing, I'm like, oh, I got this. Like, I don't even eat spicy food. This is fine. And then out of nowhere, it's like it hits. It, it's like it just started. It was crazy. Like and then like some random white fat. Like oh yeah, those couple. people. Yeah, and then, like, the guy was, like, filming us, and I'm just thinking, like, what are you going to do with that? Like, he was with his girlfriend, and I'm just, like, he's, like, oh, I got to I gotta film this. And it's, like, oh, you guys want to go back and watch this together? Like, why do you need to film this? It was yeah. weird, but they were cool. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were cool. Yeah, like, Pootie always, he always, like, attracts a lot of attention yeah. going on. Yeah, he here. does. And security was pissed. They're, like, okay, you guys can't film up here. But I think they saw how they saw how crazy we were acting, mostly me. They they were so entertained that they just let us do our thing. Okay. <laughs> like, you see them standing there. Like, they were there to tell us, like, stop filming, but um they were entertained so they let it keep going okay yeah dude you know like i've been dming pooty really? for like a year and a half really? I've, I've been asking him hey like pooty be on my podcast mm -hmm. be on my podcast mm -hmm. be on my podcast and like i know i'm never gonna get through to him because like I i'm pretty sure he sees it but does like he, does he does it say seen no no because like he still has i'm on the request he has to accept oh, it oh so you think i mean he has a lot of followers yeah, I, know. I only have 1500 it's not even that it's mm -hmm. just that like his his fault like Okay, I don't want to say it, say it that way. Uh, his followers are very active in a different way. Yeah. You get me? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, he's, like, part of, like, the Extendo group on Instagram. So, What's like, that? Um, it's, like, it's, like, its own, like, niche of memes. Really? Yeah. I don't know how okay. to explain it. He has his own? Yeah. They're, I feel like they're <clears> part of, like, the same, like, L.A., like, like comedy niche group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, they're kind of like that. And I know it's really different. But, like... You modeled for his merchandise, yeah. right? Pootie merchandise? Yeah, and people were like, oh my gosh, that's the homeless girl. She's not homeless! Yeah, because that was the next video that we did. So that was nice, though, so people can see me, like, not be so crazy, because, like, it's okay to be crazy and have fun, but, like, I'm also classy and sophisticated, and I don't want to make a fool of myself all the time, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that was fun, and um, I was sober that day. I might have been high, but, I mean, sober from alcohol. I'm literally always high. I didn't get high before this, though, because I don't want to be too anxious and, like, freak myself out, so I'm sober right now. You know, I was really fucking anxious before starting really? this because, like, this is, like, a new office slash uh -huh, studio. Uh -huh. And I just, like, figured that out yesterday. And I was like, holy shit, all uh -huh. the equipment's going to be well, different. Well, I would have never guessed. Really? Yeah, it looks good. What were you expecting? I don't know. I've never done this before. Okay, okay. No, people have told me, like, you should do a podcast because, like, I like having conversation. I'm a pretty like, social person. When we when we had our uh, voice mm -hmm. chat, mm -hmm. like, I was like, dude, this girl is perfect. And I was podcast. drunk, so I was like, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, fuck, I, I need to stop talking so much. <laughs> I, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> I literally asked you one question, and it went from, like, so well, I knew, what are some good websites? I knew there was no way I could voice what i wanted to say in in writing like yeah. i was like i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to call him because i can't even i don't even know where to begin yeah yeah so the, and was, i didn't feel like texting i was like let me just see what he's doing because i do not feel like texting this out right now yeah okay i was just in bed mm -hmm. i was i had my retainers on oh i wear I, I don't know sometimes you'll see on my uh instagram i always have like i go to sleep with my retainer so yeah, yeah, sometimes i have videos with my retainer I, on. do you have metal ones or plastic ones the metal ones i've had them since i was 17 Okay, I have the plastic ones. And really? Like, when I was calling you, you're like, so what do you think about this? I'm like, oh, oh I couldn't even tell. You barely were talking. I was talking your ear off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why, because, like, it was funny because it went from, like, hey, what, what's a good, like, with, like, backstage mm -hmm, actors' mm -hmm. access all the way to God and this generation I is know. fucked. And I was, like, <laughs> I was like, dude, this is a 15-minute call. How the fuck <laughs> do we get here? I don't know. That happens with me a lot. One uh, topic will turn into a million but like ones. you were spinning facts though i'll try yeah but <laughs> one thing i'll disagree is like but, nah man i think your cutoff of like shitty kids should be like 2002 
You know what? Who? Someone. This girl just told me that when I went to I went to the beach yesterday with my friend. We actually were taking dance classes together at um, El Camino. Okay. And so we went. We weren't. We went yesterday to look for shoes for the heel class because we're taking it together. And I told her the same thing. Like kids after twenty. 2000 and they're they're screwed and she's like oh, i think it's like 2002 yeah okay like, it's 2002 i'm like because mm. like all of us were how old are we you're 18 19 okay so we're yeah we're all 2002 2001. you guys are probably like a little off your rocker what do you mean i don't know you guys are into some weird stuff like when i meet a lot of younger girls because the women, internet totally because the internet internet and because of people that are in hollywood like the cardi b's of the world like I'm sorry. I think it's never mind. I'm gonna watch my words. I don't want to offend anyone, but I feel like I don't know. Like the people that are our role models are just yeah, like whoa, Vicky and shit. Oh my! I mean, <laughs> it's it's crazy too because like we live in a generation, especially in LA, it's literally become a career for women to uh, specifically strippers who sleep with rappers or rich men and have babies, so they're like set for life. That's a whole career. Like Quizzing. you look at oh my gosh, well Sweetie wasn't a stripper. She worked at a strip club, but she was a server. She wasn't a stripper. Okay, okay. But like Cardi B, Alexis Sky, Black China, uh, Drea, the list goes on and on. There's all these different women, and it's like these young girls see that and like I like I want a fake ass. I want to be a stripper, and it's like. I don't know. I just feel like the view, the the picture of women in America, like the when you think of American women, I don't think the the image you get is a good one. Yeah. And I want to be. I don't want to be like those women. Like I want to show like people can still believe in God and still be open minded to other beliefs and not put people down. And people can still not can still work hard. Like in a sense of going. I'm not saying stripping isn't a hard working job, but you can still go to school and 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 you know not use your body and your looks for money and i know i do modeling but for me modeling is like art it's it's something i love fashion i love makeup so it's not like i do it because i'm trying to be like this beautiful girl i do it because luckily i was born beautiful and um i love i happen to love fashion makeup and hair and so it's like it just worked out in my favor but um yeah yeah see the thing with like attention like mm -hmm. that so like the pootie thing he gets like a lot of views yeah and then I'm pretty sure, like, a lot, I'm sorry, uh, a lot of creepy guys probably just bombard you. I mean, you. surprisingly, not really. And, okay. like, literally, I had maybe a 1,000 followers, 1,050 followers before the first video dropped. After that video and, like, the other ones that followed, I've literally gotten 500 followers from, they're all Pootie's people. Like, they're not, so I've gotten, like, 500 follows from his fans. Okay. So I got a whole new group of people that have come to my page now that are fans of him and are in a sense becoming fans of me I guess and my personality and like the other day this one person hit me up and said follow back love you and it's like things like that and it's like it just I don't know I really don't have a lot of friends to talk to so and I'm such an interactive person so I don't mind yeah. and when people get creepy and stuff I just let them know like you need to chill you know yeah. or when they start because like I lately like Literally, it's funny because um, I have my primary messages and my general messages. Yeah, same. All of Pootie's fans, I've moved to general. Okay. So I can keep them all. You're not in general, though. You're, you're, in, you're, in, the Thank you. you're in the primary. But um, literally, they're all in the general. Sorry if they get offended if they watch this. But um, it's the truth because I'm trying to keep it separate so I know what's yeah. what. You're on my primary. Oh, yeah. No, you're on my primary, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm her. Oh, I know. I didn't mean yeah, I meant to say I didn't. Here. I honestly uh, didn't even see the message. Like, it, yeah. it was, like, my bad. But, like, we were a mm -hmm. mess. Like, really? Like, 10 minutes before. Really? Like, you see that? Our mm -hmm. camera feed yeah. was cut off. Mm -hmm. And that recorder, that's new. We mm -hmm. did not know how to use this. We were oh, so wow. confused. But we figured it out. Imagine if this none of this recorded. Uh, but it, it says recording, though, so we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even see the television. <laughs> oh, so really? That's the thing. Like, um, I'm, since we can hear ourselves... Mm -hmm then i know it's working oh, okay cool yeah i've never done this so i really i wouldn't know yeah oh uh, we're not that tech savvy we're not that i'm Me i'm kind of new to the podcast mm -hmm. thing uh we're good right ali yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah i just uh. got a uh iphone 12 pl uh pro and like i had an 8 before and my my 8 had no storage so like my phone was so far behind in ios's because i couldn't back it up so getting this new phone after having an eight and haven't hadn't uh, gotten a new iOS in so long, this phone was literally like a whole new world. I was like, I don't understand this technology. I don't know how to work this thing. It was like I was so far behind in technology because I had such I had my uh, eight for so long without yeah. updating it. Yeah, in Pootie's video, you're like, oh, I'm really bad with technology. Can you? Oh, mind? that that was before I had my eight, but um, even still, I'm I'm not really technical. Okay, that's not my that's not that's not something I'm interested in uh pursuing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like uh like. What do you call it? I just lost my train of thought. So, you're... 
since you're an actor, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like, since you have an agency, you yeah. got all the stuff. Like, where do you see yourself, like, in 10 years? Oh, um, in starring in movies, on magazine covers. I mean... It's hard to answer that question because literally I thought by the time I was 25, I'd be a superstar and here I am 26 and I still live with my parents and I'm still struggling. You know what I mean? And so it's like to put those, you'll get let down if you put those type of uh, expectations out there. Like to think that, you know, um, after a certain age, oh, I missed the cut. Like I literally started learning music at like 24, 23 and like. They say you have to learn the piano at a, as a kid. You have to start singing as a kid. I literally started learning skills as an, a young adult, and I'm proving to myself that it's never too late, you know? So in 10 years, ideal, uh, ideally, I would like to be, you know, starring in movies, not doing not just like a background dancer role or not just a background role in a movie or like a one-line role. I would love to star in a movie and like be on the cover of magazines. I, I even want to do runway. I don't care. I'm, I will walk a runway before I die. I don't care about what nobody says. It's going to happen. So that's those are my goals in 10 years. I don't know if I'm going to have kids. I don't know if I'm going to get married. Men suck. So we'll see. Yeah. No offense, guys. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> We're pretty stupid. Yeah. 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 Some guys are like... They're they're fucking creepy and I mean there's stupid. some in my DMs that are really being so sweet and stuff and it's like that's great and all but I don't know it's like you can't just I don't know like and also I don't you never know what when people are being real and honest cuz like for all all I know you're like people are putting on a, a like a show pretending like they're someone then you get to know them and you're like holy shit you're crazy. Yeah. I've had so many guys where I'm like oh they're so sweet and then down the road proved to be complete psychopaths and you would have never known from the first interaction. Yeah. You know like I'm like oh you're so charming so sweet maybe I can I can see myself marrying you. <laughs> then a few months later I'm like whoa this person is literally insane and I got to get out. Yeah. I got to say thank you for taking the leap of faith and Yeah, no, I mean I I mean being here. Normally I wouldn't do something like that. Normally I would never just go hang out, meet with cuz like the word fan to me is new because I've never had fans. Like I have people that follow me on Instagram that probably are low key fans, but they'll never admit it. They've known me since high school. They'll never give me props and credit to be like I'm a fan of Jonna. Yeah, that's a bitch. Oh yeah, but they'll watch. They never miss a story. They 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 stay looking at my life. So clearly they're interested in me and they're fanning in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Otherwise, why do you watch my stories every single day, never missing a beat? But so getting seeing that he actually has fans. Like it's not just followers. They're his fans. So seeing having dealing with a group of fans, it it can be you know tricky because for example selena quintanilla got killed by her fan club president that was a fan who went crazy and literally she trusted her with her life and she killed her so you do have to be cautious who you trust and who you hang out with and on a normal type of in a normal circumstance or situation i would not have ever gone to meet with a fan but because you know you're you're you told me about your podcast I'm good at conversation, and I, I also, like, because I'm still struggling in my career and I'm not where I want to be, I support people that are also in the same boat, and, like, I want to help people with their dreams as much as I can, you okay, know? Because yeah. I'd want someone to do the same for me if I, you know, show me, like, if, I'd love, if I could have met someone who would have, you know, helped me in any, like, it would have been great, and that's just, like, the lady Hillary who helped me get with my agency, you know? She kind of paved the way for me, and I'll always give thanks to her. I never say anything bad about her, because if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't be with Lovestone right now. Okay. So it's like some people in life will say like, oh, I did this on my own. I made it on my own. Like my dad's even taught me like no one in life has ever gotten where they've gotten on their own. Someone has helped you. Yeah. People have helped you along the way. That's true. You know, and I could say like, oh, I'd be a star without Lovestone. Maybe, but they were there at a specific time. So maybe I wouldn't have gotten my start at 19. Maybe it wouldn't have been till I was 20, 25. 20, you never know. So I'm grateful for every single person because I believe that everyone that comes into your life is for a reason to get you to a certain point. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I completely believe in that because uh, in the entertainment I- industry, mm-hmm. like everything is run by like connections. Yeah. And, like meeting one person that like, yeah. uh, what's that thing called? Is it like seven, deg- six degrees of separation? Do you know what that is? I don't. I don't know what that is. No. It's like uh, the difference between you and like Angelina Jolie okay. is only six people. Oh, I totally can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like a Love Stone agency, Hillary knows this person. Mm-hmm. This person knows that person. Totally. And then Angelina yeah. Jolie, boom. Literally, and it's like also it's like for me to be like, oh, he doesn't have a huge podcast. He's not super renowned. I'm not going to do it. Like I'm not that type of person yeah. because I'm not renowned myself. So to to have these expectations when I'm not even this huge star, why why would I say no to someone who has a dream when I was that same person yeah. at one point, you know? Yeah. You never know. For me being on here, maybe you will get I I have some cool people that follow me. Maybe people will see it, they'll like it. Maybe your podcast will get more popping, but like that's the goal. Like I feel like people should help each other in this industry and like I don't ever compete because I feel like there's room for all of us. There's no reason for me to compete with the next person because it, even me and you, you're a male, I'm a female. We're completely different 
um, categories of people, like race, everything. We're going to go on different roles. So why would I try to prevent you from getting your bag when it's not going to stop me from getting mine, you know? Yeah, I so I just really want to help people. Like, that's my biggest goal in life. Like, with, with all, all of the success that comes my way, I want to help, like, people and animals and stuff, homeless people. Yeah. I'd love to buy a random homeless person a house, you know? Save all the kitties on the street and the dogs. Like those are my those are my dreams. Yeah, yeah. That that's fucking dope. Yeah. So yeah, like when I asked you, mm -hmm. I honestly thought you were gonna be like, no. Bye. I'm so I'm probably too open and too friendly. I need to probably chill. But I was like, you know what? I've never done a podcast. That sounds fun. Yeah. I don't have anything I'm doing all day long. So I'm like, you know what? Let me get out of get up and go to the mall, get ready for this podcast. And so, yeah, it was a busy day. And I like being busy because when I'm not, as you saw on that one Instagram story, I get restless. Yeah. I get restless because no one wants to hang out. And I'm just like, I know I'm fun and funny and awesome. So why don't you guys want to hang out? And like when I post that stuff on my page, like, oh, who wants to kick it? I'm not just going to go kick it with some creepy old man that I don't know. Like a lot of the times yeah. it's like I have people from high school and people that I've met at castings and stuff. So like when I'm putting something out there, like who wants to kick it right now? It's not for like complete strangers it's mostly for people that i see constantly watching my stuff like yeah like you guys are always watching my stuff do you want to hang out with me and so it gets i get really restless and disappointed when i'm not busy because it's like my mind starts going crazy because i feel like i'm not doing enough okay yeah, yeah so i, I love staying busy and just doing things that are i guess beneficial to to, to my career and like going in the direction of where i want to go in life you know yeah i, I completely agree with that mm -hmm. i get restless too because like uh, in the year 2020, like I was fucking, cause I couldn't do anything at all. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do any podcasts. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do stand up mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. All the clubs are closed. I couldn't do any acting and I couldn't find any work. So I was like, I was like, I wouldn't say I was depressed, mm -hmm. but I was just a like, a lot of people were though. Yeah. A lot of people, people were, were suicidal and like a lot of people killed themselves last year. Yeah. A lot. Of, mm -hmm. I know some people that died, not, not cause of suicide, but uh, like, I know a couple too. Yeah. But like, it's, it's fucking insane. Like I was just like. I could be somewhere right now and I'm not there and I could be doing shit right now that would like progress my career in mm -hmm. this way or that way. Mm -hmm. Cause like, uh, I had a lot of shit going on actually. Like me too. Think, 2020 was, yeah. Think thinking about it. I have a lot on my plate. So much happened that year. I have to go to school. Yeah. I have to go to work. I have to, you have to go to school. Yeah. Your parents I, say you have yeah, to. Yeah. No. Yeah. I really? Have, my yeah. parents never forced it. I, I have but to, most damn i'm brown like uh we're all desi kids yeah we're all from like india and pakistan uh -huh. and bangladesh so and your parents are like education education yeah, yeah. education Mine so, are like ah, if you want to go we're not gonna knock you if you don't, we I don't they're like we didn't go <laughs> so <laughs> like we all we have to get like education and shit you know yeah so i had to do that regardless what are you going for i'm going for computer science because oh just, that's a great one to go for because yeah. it just comes naturally to and me. i mean it's it's what you got people who go to school they have to go to school for jobs that are popping in the moment like if there's a job that's outdated, like I feel like you have to you have to evolve with the times. Like yeah. computers are huge right now, engineering is huge right now. So that's like when you're coming out of high school, going to college, that's probably like the direction to go in, you know, towards things that are common in the world that we live in today. Yeah. So that's actually a really good one to to go to school for. Yeah. So because of that, mm -hmm. like all the things I listed, I couldn't do any of them. So I was yeah. just at home, and I was just like, dude, like I'm not going anywhere. Like, I, like because like. When you have like that sense of progression, mm -hmm. like you're like you're you're going towards a goal, you you're see doing it something. happening. Yeah, you see it happening. Yeah. But when you're just at home, just like just chilling, it's just like, dude, it it's just like, it's not for people like us, you know. Oh, totally, I see that. And like for me though, unfortunately, the pandemic didn't really stop me from doing my career. I would get castings; so they turned to self tapes, which I was used to doing because we I would get the occasional self tape before we went into quarantine. But then when we went into quarantine, it was only self-tapes. And then I did one in-person casting when, like, things, the restrictions started lifting up. But um, it was I, was, I was still getting my castings, even though it wasn't as much. I would still kind of be working in a sense because uh, the, the, we could film at home our castings. Instead of going to the studio, the casting agency or whatever, you just make it at home and submit it. Okay. And then if you get a job, they test everyone before. And so... It didn't really stop for me, but it was definitely like, whereas before quarantine, I was maybe getting like, you know, anywhere from like three to four castings a week. It, it turned into like one every couple few weeks, maybe one or twi two a month. Like it, it got way less than what I was used to. Okay. So I did get a little like, like bored because a lot of my days would be dedicated to getting dressed and ready for my castings and then going from Torrance all the way to Hollywood, West Hollywood or downtown LA, Burbank, you know, Glendale, they're all over. Yeah. So. I'm bad with direction. How far is that? Torrance? Yeah. South? Well, it's south. So, you know where Redondo Beach is? Yeah. It's by there. It's probably... It took me like 48 minutes to get here. Holy with shit. With no traffic, it could take maybe like 25. 
Okay. That's crazy, though, how much traffic adds to the time to get here. Yeah. Because it's, it's, like, maybe uh, 14 miles away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like I've never had that problem because uh, I live in K-Town. Okay. And, like, literally everything is yeah. nearby. Downtown's mm-hmm. nearby. Hollywood's mm-hmm. nearby. Mm-hmm. Burbank, Glendale, all that mm-hmm. stuff's nearby. But I can see for, like... Uh, like going to Torrance and like doing that it commute. was hard yeah it's hard i would have to sometimes take the bus because like i don't want to rely on my parents yeah like i have you know and i've had people even tell me like what you take the bus you can't take the bus and i'm like well are you gonna take me like i have dreams and they're not gonna happen or, or come to life if i'm sitting on my couch just hoping yeah so i would sometimes have to take the bus the subway spend money on uber i didn't have and so it was it was tough it was really tough and for me actually i'm pretty fortunate to um, be able for to do self tapes at home because it saves me such a long commute. But the goal is obviously to move closer to this area one day. I'm just not there yet. Okay. But yeah, I love Torrance. Torrance is great. Yeah, it is. I, I, it's not I'm less. There's sure. less to do there. I mean, unless you go to the beach. But I don't even have anyone to go to the beach with. So. Yeah. Yeah. Random pooty fans, you know, don't don't hit her up that way. Yeah, don't please. I'm not gonna respond. Actually, uh, I'll respond, but you're gonna get because uh, like shut down. I feel like they're what's like the demographic that usually hits. Nineteen, you up? eighteen. I'm not even kidding. Everyone's nineteen. <laughs> All of them. And he was telling me his demographic, and I'm like, from what I'm seeing, you got 19-year-olds, because that is all that's in my DMs. Yeah. I get the occasional 24. 24. But they're 19, 18. One, one guy was, oh, he's gonna, if he sees this, he's probably going to watch. He's 16, and he was pretending to be 18, and he's like, you know, I just got to become clean about this. Like, I'm really 16, yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like, oh, hell no. It doesn't even matter. First of all, I'm you're a minor. I, it'd be illegal for me to even date you, one, two. 16 18 whatever 18 is still too young like i don't care that it didn't matter if you even even if you were 18 like you're too young for me you know yeah i don't think there's anything wrong with dating younger but like i'm still young myself so teenagers in 2021 that's too young like if i was 30 and my boyfriend was like 26 it's like okay but a 20 year old 19 18 that is not no i'm past that no way jose Mm-mm. Yeah, you know, like I- I'm surprised. That is too young. Yeah, I'm surprised because like I really thought people hitting you up would be like in their 20s or 30s. No, and like even like you know you see Black China dating like 19 year olds. I don't know how they do that because I I couldn't do it. Like I- just our mindsets, mentality. Like I'm so past that. And, you know, and guys grow up and mature uh, more slow than more slowly than women. And so there's no way in hell I could. I don't care how tall, how dreamy. It's not happening if you're under like 25. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think and I you get to that. a point too. Like for me, I was in a really long relationship, like for seven years. And so, Holy yeah, shit. it gets from 18 to like 25, basically. And it gets to the point where when you have something now, it's like now you really have expectations. Like I'm not going to ever date someone that's this, 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 or the other. You know what I mean? Because I've been there, done that. I've already dealt with those things. So now it's like when, you, when you've when you been in such a long relationship and you're moving on towards the future, there's things that you just won't accept. I'd prefer to date someone that's 10 years older than me than five years younger than me. Okay. You know? Yeah. Or, and someone that's like going places with their life, like doing, not saying my ex wasn't, he's doing great, but I need you to be ambitious. You got to have some things going for you. You got to prove that you're on your way to like, doing something to you know that would be good for our future you know what i mean yeah yeah i feel that so yeah 1918 unless you got your own house and like even <laughs> st- even still it's not happening yeah so. in la yeah. that's fucking impossible no. um holy shit dude mm-hmm. wow that's like that's crazy yeah I- i'm like i'm honestly like cr- i'm i'm surprised this is even happening dude right no now. and some one of these guys is like he's like I told him, like, you know, it's not it's not going on. Like, I'm never going to get with you. Like, you're too young. He's like, I would never date someone that's six years older than me, LOL. It's like, that doesn't hurt my feelings. Like, I'm still young as, as hell. Like, I don't care. Like, but then he texts, he hits me up every day. Good morning. Good morning. Why are you? Okay, look, no. If you want to call. No. Like, why are you? Good morning. Like, I don't even. You're not my. That's like stuff you do in a relationship. And it's like. It's funny the things that these guys are doing. It's like, why can't I get that from the guys that I'm interested in? Yeah. It's like I, all these guys are like kissing my ass, but it's like maybe because they're young. I don't know, but it's like it's, I'm getting the attention that I'd it'd be great if it was from different people, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like not from these little high schoolers, you know. Yeah, yeah. Still have homework to do and and are on probably going on <laughs> spring break soon. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was gonna say spring break. I was like that that brings a lot of flashbacks. Yeah. 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 That, so like uh like I'll, i want to close it off mm-hmm. with like um so you are getting like a lot of i not, i wouldn't say unwanted attention but like a surge of attention right yes that i've yeah. never experienced that before. you've never experienced, never experienced before. it before so going forward with, with your career in acting modeling whatever 
since that's gonna like escalate mm-hmm. a lot like you get more followers mm-hmm. you get more recognition mm-hmm. do you think like the like the advice pootie gave you like oh don't hit everyone back and like filter out like the weird people do you think you're gonna you know i'm such a i am so i don't even know the word to describe me it's I give so many people the benefit of the doubt because I know what it feels like to be the underdog. So I feel like until I get to the point where there's so many messages that I literally can't keep up, I'll probably always respond. Because right now, it's not like I have so many followers and DMs where I I see them all. Like, I'm not popping like that to where it's like there's 100 unread DMs. No, like, I, I see everything. And so... For me, as long as I have the time and before my following's that big, like, I would love to interact with people because, you know, you see so many celebrities that don't. And, like, like Justin Bieber, for example, he gets tens of thousands of comments. He can't respond to all those. But when I'm getting, like, 60, even if it's a 1,000, that's a – I mean, you know, you can still, depending on your time. And so I feel like I love Pootie's advice and him as a person. He's a great person, and a, he's been such a good friend to me. But I'm going to take the advice, but I can't say that all – I'm not going to respond to people. That's just not my character. I, I feel like I always want to interact with people, see how they're doing, and help in any way I can, you know? Yeah. I feel like the reason you guys clicked and the reason you're so mm-hmm. good in his videos is mm-hmm. because that, like, uh, I like I like him because he's very, like, the things, like, he does. Just, like, the little things. Mm-hmm. Like, he sees a homeless guy that he yeah. saw, like, two months yeah. back. He's mm-hmm. like, hey, OG, let me go buy you this. Let yeah. me go buy you that. It, it like, it makes you feel good watching it. It and, does. And, like, I feel yeah. like that genuine factor of like youtube and just the internet in general is fucking gone i mean it that is gone and the thing about him that i love he's so genuine like and i've even told him like the fact that he basically like put me on in a sense i was already doing things on my own but the fact that he was so kind to want to help me and want nothing in return it's like like with my career like you don't meet people like that that will help you with not wanting anything in return so the fact that he was so willing to he knew like oh she's an upcoming actress this and the other if she gets in my videos, I have this many subscribers. Maybe that can help her career. And he was—he wanted to do that. He enjoys helping people too. And so, you know, I'm forever grateful for him to even for even giving giving me more, I guess, clout because it's like that. Also, that's that's a whole nother like he's given me something that my agency hasn't. You know, like he's given me like fans in a sense. And even though it's small, it's a small group of people. I'll forever be grateful for him for giving me a chance to really shine brighter than what I've really been able to maybe do on my own you know and it's just like how i said you meet those people that are stepping stones he's totally been a stepping stone to help me go further in my career people will come to my page and say oh she has 1500 followers cool instead of oh she's only got a thousand you know what i mean even a little bit more i hate that we live in a world where follows matter but it does because if someone has a product and you have a thousand followers and this next girl has fifty thousand who who are they going to choose they're going to they may like the girl with a thousand followers more but this girl has fifty thousand more people fifty forty nine thousand more people that they can target this product to so follows matter unfortunately and so him he's helped me in so many ways and i'm just so grateful because you don't meet that especially men that will help women without wanting anything in return like he's a good friend and i feel like it's rare to meet friends that especially of the opposite sex that don't that just want to be your friend and have good times like i don't know many like there's not many guys that like i don't know nowadays that just want to hang out and get to know you like they just want to get straight to it like let's go to the bedroom they don't care to get to know you they'll sleep with you and literally never talk to you again and not care what happens to you ever again and it's like the fact that pootie likes to do fun things that like like when we went couch surfing i was so high off life i, I can't remember the last time i was high off life like that's fun stuff yeah, and i'm just so grateful it's though. like his videos are like always good feel type shit. it's good feel and it's funny and it's humor that i that i connect with because like like i said that humor that we have is not very common and so the fact that he gets my humor and i get his it's like and we're friends it's just yeah. it's a really good friendship yeah literally i don't subscribe to m- many people on youtube i was never into youtube before him i didn't yeah. know i wasn't it's not like oh i didn't know who he was i'm just not a, i'm not i'm not on youtube like that yeah so he kind of got me more exposed to it because i didn't even know he's like he's like you know pootie i'm like, I don't watch YouTube videos. I'm not even gonna lie, like he's probably as best as it gets in oh, terms to- of genuine type shit. I believe that though, because even like I've seen videos and seeing what he does, like his humor is just so unmatched. And yeah. so, uh, when people say like, "Oh, best YouTuber on-, on YouTube," I believe it. I mean, I haven't seen many YouTubers, but I believe it because you see people that it's are like, trying to be something. He's like, not trying. It's like a sense of community, I guess. Yeah. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's interactive with his fans too. Yeah, he tries yeah. to be. So sometimes you just don't make the cut. <laughs> Sometimes you just get unseen or unread, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? Thank you so of much. Of course. Thank you for having me. Jana Lepowski. Jana, Jana, Jana. My bad. Okay. My bad. I'm so Jana sorry. Jana Lepowski. Jana Lepowski, her Instagram and her. <laughs> 
her and like everything will be in the description <laughs> yes sir uh it's gonna be on youtube spotify apple cool. itunes google it's gonna be on everything possible so yeah thank you so much for thank being here thank you for here. having me and it was fun. did i like take your podcast virginity was this- oh my gosh you did yes Woo! i'm not a podcast virgin anymore Woo! <laughs> all right all right yeah awesome cool all right. okay high five found it all cool. right thank you so You're much welcome. thank you Holy shit. Cool. Yo, that was dope. Yeah. That was really dope. I gotta check. Was it recording the whole time? Oh, yeah. Thank God we're alive. Allah Akbar, homie. Yeah. Welcome. 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 To the. To the. To the. Courtesy. 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 Flush. 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 Courtesy flush, perro. By Armand Zadie.